celebrating classics and creating new ones. Only on the Music Vibes Podcast. Now, here's your host, DC Hendrix. And welcome in. This is the Music Vibes Podcast, sponsored by the Clyde Theater and 20 Past Four and More, located at 2014 Broadway Street. Back with another edition here. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Go ahead, make us one of your favorites, and scroll on down. Leave us a review. We got some fantastic reviews, all five stars across the board, here for this fantastic music podcast, where we celebrate classics and create new ones with today's music as well. The classics are still the classics, but the canon keeps getting bigger and better. The 500 greatest albums of all time, Rolling Stones list has been revamped for the first time since 2003. I got Brian Hyatt, the senior writer and host of the Rolling Stone Music Now podcast to go over this new revamped list at Rolling Stone. 500 greatest albums of all time. Now, I can't help but look at this list and notice number one on the list, Marvin Gaye. What's going on? You know we've got to find Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see If you're a first-time listener of this podcast, just know Marvin Gaye is one of my all-time favorites, so pretty much means I like this list. Number two, you have the Beach Boys with Pet Sounds. some of those Joni Mitchell Blue is number three I know I did a podcast a few years ago on that album anniversary Joni Mitchell Blue definitely an historic album as well number four my personal favorite album of all time Stevie Wonder Songs in the Key of Life the world within itself with a language we all understand with an equal opportunity for all to sing dance and clap their justice for it made it at number four number five the beatles abbey road now becomes the new top album of all time according to rolling stone now last year i think sergeant peppers was number one for the beatles absolutely number one on the entire list so this could make things interesting i have to ask brian and get that confirmed as he'll be joining us here just a few minutes nirvana never mind number six 
Fleetwood Mac with Rumors at number 7. and the revolution purple rain number nine bob dylan blood on the tracks my buddy jeff slate will enjoy that one and cracking the top 10 lauren hill the miseducation of lauren hill the top hip-hop album on the entire list so some other ones that i have marked down that cracked the top 50 some of my personal favorites the beatles revolver i just did a podcast on that not too long ago with kenneth womack doctor from monmouth university Beatles author. He joined me for that podcast. Beatle Revolver is number 11. Michael Jackson Thriller is at number 12. Rolling Stones Exile on Main Street cracks number 14 on the list. The Clash London Calling is number 16 on Rolling Stones Greatest Albums of All Times list. Gotta love this one. Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Obviously, since this list hasn't been revamped since 2003. Kendrick Lamar cracking the list, making his debut at number 19 with Two Pimp a Butterfly. Bruce Springsteen at number 21, Born to Run. Beatles Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band now goes from number one all the way down to number 24. Still some great stuff on there. One of my personal favorites, Carole King with Tapestry at number 25. Love me some Carole King in this album. Honestly, at the test of time, it keeps getting better and better. The Beatles' White Album cracks the top 30 at number 29. My personal favorite album by the Beatles of all time. At number 30, you got Jimi Hendrix with their debut album with the Jimi Hendrix Experience, Are You Experience? Of course, you got Hey Joe, Purple Haze, and Foxy Lady all on that album for you at number 30. Yes, number 36, another Michael Jackson album, Off the Wall. My personal favorite Michael Jackson album. I'm really glad that one's getting the love. And that moves up a little bit on the list as a lot of the younger voters that probably participated in this vote made that one a little bit higher. Yes, more hip hop. Number 43, A Tribe Called Quest, The Low End Theory, cracking the top 50. It's at number 43, Nas Illmatic, number four, some more hip hop for you. Bob Marley and the Wailers album Legend, which is pretty much a greatest hits album, but that cracks the top 50 at number 48. And rounding out the top 50, you got Jay-Z cracking the top 50 at number 50 with The Blueprint. So this fantastic list, you can scroll on down in the description, check out the entire list, top 500 greatest albums of all time, according to to Rolling Stone. So they decided to remake the greatest albums list from scratch. Now to do so, they needed to receive and tabulate top 50 albums list from more than 300 artists, producers, critics, and music industry figures from radio programmers to label heads, Atlantic Records CEO, I know was participating in this as well. So some definitely big hitters participated and and collaborated in helping come up with the 500 greatest albums of all times list. So Without further ado, let's get into it. Here's Brian Hyatt, senior writer of Rolling Stone and the host of the Rolling Stone Music Now podcast. Here's Brian Hyatt. 
you, you're, you're doing all right? It's a crazy day. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It is crazy these times. You know our grind, man. We got to keep going, keep keep grinding, keep going. So uh, it never stops. So how have you been? <laughs> how have you been, man? It's I know we're doing this over Zoom call, so I actually get to see you this time. But how, how are you doing? Uh, I'm holding up right now. I'm, I'm, I'm just really, I just want the Biden test results, man, because they haven't released them yet. You know, that, like, uh, he, he took a test and they haven't released it. I just want to know that he, because I, I find it a little ominous that they haven't announced his results yet. Uh, That's so, right. So I'm a little distracted by that. I just want, like, because I feel like if they were negative, they would have told us already. So I'm a, 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 like, That's true. we might be about to have a day of unprecedented chaos even more than we had. But but we can stay on the subject at hand. I'm ready. It's all right. We can do it. It's, it's all good. It's Absolutely. All good. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we're in some times right now where, Voting is important. Um, you know, we got a presidency. Um, we're voting for president coming up here in the United States. So that's something, you know, sometimes it's a little bit deeper than music. So I'm glad you actually started with that. So I wanted to start off before we even got to the 500 greatest albums of all time. Before we even get into that, I know I wanted to start off with this. Your fantastic cover story up at Rolling Stone, Bruce Springsteen on the cover uh just i give you the floor man how 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 did you feel about your cover story with bruce springsteen at rolling stone and what did you cover in that yeah so um you know it was uh the the first in-person interview i've done during this uh pandemic and uh, that was stressful uh for sure you know we did it outside so that was that was uh, that helped a lot um but so it was wild to you know i've barely seen anyone so it was wild to have um you know the first person i see out of my family would be bruce springsteen <laughs> it's pretty wild you know and i think i think it was i think honestly it wasn't that different for him you know i think that he has been you know pretty careful and pretty hold up so it's like it, it, it lent a whole different vibe to the thing because it's like we, you know, we, we were talking as people who hadn't seen that many people, you know. So it was, it was a real. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a much more uh, sort of uh, intimate and you know, sort of human to human vibe. And uh, like I've I've interviewed him before, but it never felt um, like that. Uh, so so it was it was interesting. It created a you know he was in a reflective mood and. Uh, got to do the the first interview for this new album he's got coming out called uh, letter to you and and so i got to kind of mm. break the news to the world about what this album was and what the inspirations were and that's always uh, you know an opportunity mm. I, I take seriously because you know you're shaping the the narrative of the thing so it's like you know i've, I've gotten to do that a number of times uh you know i think about um the last adele album was kind of a, a, a mm-hmm. opportunity like that where you you really just kind of laying out the story, and mm-hmm. everything everything that follows is is in some way every other piece of press that follows is in some way kind of just reacting to what you did, which is a you know a, like a, it, it's a it's a great opportunity to have an exclusive like that, and I don't take it lightly. I take it very seriously. You know, what I mean, absolutely, it came out absolutely phenomenal, and I've seen everyone sharing Appreciate it. That. I mean, rightly deserved. I mean, you put in some great work in that, and I definitely wanted to start there. Also wanted to ask Appreciate you about that. the podcast. Um, I'm a big listener of Rolling Stone Music now, and I, as a podcaster myself, as you know, um, you know, these are times where, you know, not a whole lot happening in the music industry other than, I guess, some new music coming out. And like you got the <laughs> Bruce Springsteen cover story. Um, just wanted to check in with you. How's the Rolling Stone Music Now podcast been doing? And I wanted to let you promote a couple of recent episodes on here. 
Yeah, you know, it, we've, uh, like everyone else, we've had to adjust to doing this thing uh, remotely, you know, and, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's ended up being just fine. And I, I think there's been there's been a lot of good episodes. I, I did uh, an interview with Dua Lipa that came out really nicely. Mm-hmm. There's a there's an interview with Robbie Robertson. Um, there's uh, just did a good episode on uh, Toots Hibbert uh, from Toots and the Maytals who died. Uh, so a lot of you know a, a, a lot of a lot of different stuff. Absolutely, yeah. If you want to check it out, the Rolling Stone Music Now podcast, be sure to check it out. Spotify, iTunes, everywhere podcasts are available. So let's go ahead and get into it. 500 greatest albums of all time, Rolling Stone. You guys decided after, I think was, I think you said in the podcast, 2003 was the last time that you guys yeah. made some adjustments to this list. So other than being, I mean, this may be the only reason, I guess, but other than being in quarantine, maybe uh, being at home and, uh, you know, trying to find some other, you know, work to do. I mean, what what was what made the time right now to, you know, kind of dig into the greatest albums list and alter it a bit? Well, so we did do kind of a small update to it in 2012, but that wasn't done by a vote. Now, the the whole thing about the original list in 2003 and this list is that it was done by a, a gigantic vote of critics and industry people and artists, including Beyonce and, and Taylor Swift and, uh, you know, members of U2, big, big names all voted. Um, and and so this is the first time we did that since 2003. And I think we've been planning this for some time. I think it just seemed like time. There's been mm-hmm. uh, almost two full decades of music since the last time we did this. And an and ocean of, of, of changes in, in people's perception of music, which is a big part of that. You know, how are... How are are people seeing the canon, you know, all the music that's out there? How are they seeing it differently? And how are they incorporating the newer music into their perception of what the best music of all time is? So it just, I think it just seemed like time. And we were definitely planning this before uh, the pandemic, although it's certainly good to, um, it, it certainly, I think, worked out with that timing for sure. Absolutely. So I wanted to dig into some of the albums. I don't want to go too far into depth because we obviously want people to check out the list and give it, um, you know, a click and comment and all that stuff and promote it. I wanted to start here, though. 491, I look and obviously you mentioned there's obviously been a lot of albums released since 2003. You got one released in 2019 at 491 with Harry Styles, Fine Line. So you got a brand new one in there. What made Harry Styles sneak in on this list? Well, you know, it's funny. I I can, in the end, I can only really speculate because of the way the list was put together, which is what I think eludes a lot of people, the fact that it was a vote. Uh, So the short answer always is, well, that's what the voters voted for. But my guess (laughs) is, you know, is it's, I know that, I know that he appeared really high on lists of people like Stevie Nicks. I know Rob Sheffield loves him and that album. And I think that, that Harry's just one of those people who have, um, and it might have slipped under the radar for some people, but Harry's one of those people who is kind of been quietly accepted into the Hall of Legends, if you know what I mean. Like I, I think <laughs> I think he's considered like a a major talent, and he's also the kind of like young artist who um, who really a- appeals to both young people 
and older people. So I think that that also might have something to do with it. If you know what I mean. So without obviously there's 500 to go through. So I'm still trying to a lot of it's <laughs> off memory, um, but I wanted to give you the floor. And obviously I'm p- kind of putting you on the spot here, but I'm sure you might have a couple of examples. But I wanted to ask you off the top of your head, any make big jumps like either, you know, up higher on the list or going further down the list. And a couple of those albums, if you could uh, tell us and why they made those big jumps up or either further down on the list. Yeah, so I would say the the number one example is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles. So on the 2003 list, it was number one, the number one album of all time. Now on the new list, uh, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On is at the uh, number one slot. And Sgt. Pepper's is all the way down at like number 24 or so. Now... This is a complicated thing, but I think part of it is that Sgt. Pepper, great as it is, there might be a little bit of fatigue with it. I think that the fact that it helped invent the concept album doesn't mean that people still hold it in the kind of esteem where they would actually vote for it as the number one album of all time. Uh, the, The Beatles album that landed at the top now... You know, the highest of all the Beatles albums was Abbey Road, which is more of a 70s sounding Beatles record. It's the most modern sounding Beatles record. And it's not surprising that when you ask, you know, younger people who, who made up some of the electorate, when you ask younger people to vote on the best Beatles album, it's not surprising that they might pick a, 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 a more modern sounding album. And I also think that the sort of inevitability of Sgt. Pepper's number one on this list has been number one on, on other lists. People are just like, eh, maybe it's time for a while, at least <laughs> let's let something else be number one for a while. So I think it's simple as yeah, that. Yeah, maybe you know? we could thank uh, Ray Shremard, um with the Black Beatles song, Walking Across uh, Abbey Road there. I think we can thank that for the new generation as well. Um, did What about Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly? Did that make any kind of jump? I've seen, in case of my memory, I think that obviously, because that wouldn't even have made the list. So that ranks pretty high in the top 20 what made this because i'm a big fan of kendrick lamar and obviously this would include uh, his album damn and good kid mad city so what made to pimp a butterfly higher than any of his other albums well i think number one you know when you look at artists who uh, uh, you know i mentioned harry styles who was barely in there um as people being accepted into this sort of hall of legends like who are the most important greatest most brilliant musical artists of all time kendrick is one thousand percent an entry into that uh into that pantheon you know kendrick is an absolute giant uh who transcends rap you know i mean there's plenty of you know you, you have people as as old and distant as uh, you know pete thompson from the who says kendrick lamar's brilliant you know everyone kind of accepts uh that, that this is a brilliant artist so and then I think his most ambitious album, if not his most fun album, is To Pimp a Butterfly. I mean, I, I would, I think Damn is more fun, uh, for sure. It's more fun to listen to. But to, to Pimp a Butterfly is just, you know, when you look at like sort of naughty artistic achievements, I don't think it's that far from Kid A on the list. I think they're nearby. We're talking about these albums that are just like 
wild and creative and 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 create their own world i think that's a that's a fantastic example of one of those yeah absolutely and obviously you go even to the top 10 and i'll probably leave this one as my final one on the hip-hop side and then i'll move to a couple of the classic rock uh older bands older artists uh but i heard you guys talking about this on the podcast which was hilarious okay but lauren hill is number 10 the miseducation of lauren hill highest ranked hip-hop rap album on this entire list so what made lauren hill's album uh so special in the highest rated one well i think it's real easy to forget how acclaimed that album was the moment it came out you know it won a ton of grammys it -hmm. was a universal even when it first came out it was the kind of hip-hop album that really reached you know, a, a wide variety of ages, a wide variety of tastes. You know, it's a, it's a, mm-hmm. you know, and I heard people saying, well, why is Rolling Stone even calling that a rap album and saying that's the best rap album <laughs> of all time? It's like, actually, we didn't call it anything. <laughs> we just made it number 10. It's people outside saying that's the, the highest rated rap album, if you see what I'm saying. We didn't call yeah. it anything. Um, uh, but it, it's, it, Again, I think because what the albums had to do in order to rank highly on this list was appeal to a wide variety of voters, uh, things that the same way actually that um, the, the, the same way that other albums that um, that ranked super high, um, the Amy Winehouse hit the like the thirties. Because mm-hmm. it's an album by a young artist, yeah. you know, young when they made it, uh, who reaches right. back to the past. And that's 100% true of the Lauryn Hill album. There's so much influence from old music on that. So I think it, it's, with all these answer, the short answer to everything is because it transcended generations and transcended its, uh, you know, genre. That's the answer for everything from including, like, Nevermind in the Top Ten by Nirvana. Like like I said on, on our podcast, like, that's the, the the rock album that non-rock people voted for. So there you go. Yeah, and obviously getting into the Top Ten, as you, so we pretty much already have it settled. Marvin Gaye's number one. We've got that spilled. Uh, Beach Boys Pet Sounds, I think that stays at number two. I believe that was number two last time. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was either Top Top four, top two, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that stays towards the top. Joni Mitchell Blue, number three. Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life, number four. It's my personal favorite. Uh, you mentioned Nirvana, Nevermind. Mm. Another one I wanted to ask you about, number seven, Fleetwood Mac Rumors. I think this one is definitely, especially with the latest viral video of the guy skateboarding, I think, or whatever he's doing, uh, down <laughs> down a random highway. I was scared for the guy, honestly, watching the video. Um, was just worried about him getting hit by a car or something. But latest video, he's playing Fleetwood Mac Dreams, which, of course, is from Rumors, and it helps, obviously, their sales and their uh, you know recognition with the newer audience. Fleetwood Mac Rumors, number seven. Now, I don't remember what number it was at last time. Did it make some kind of jump, and what made Fleetwood Mac Rumors so high at number seven? I believe it did jump up, and I think the, you know, look, the thing is, Again, and I hate to repeat myself, but it's, it's it's true across the board. What we're looking for in order, because of the process that it was a, a vote, uh, what it needs to do is bridge generations. You, you can't just have, maybe if all the older voters voted for something, it gets on. But when you have older voters, middle-aged voters, younger voters, all voting for something, that's when you get something in the top 10. And and also people of you know various tastes, whether it's you know an, an R and B exec at a, re- a record label 
or you know whatever so uh fleetwood mac is one of those classic rock bands that i think has really jumped up in people's estimation over the past you know 15 years i think that stevie nicks has become an icon for uh young people and uh the band it, it just it just kind of it's it's part of that thing that again we talked about in the Rolling Stone Music Now episode, which is that tastes shift and the importance of things shift, and it's just like Fleetwood Mac. It's like a stock. Fleetwood Mac stock is is just up. It's just that's the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. Got to see a concert live. Oh, thinking back to concerts, uh, throwback, throwback to concerts, I guess. Um, but yeah, I got to check out Fleetwood Mac as their first tour without without Lindsey Buckingham. Don't know why I was spacing on his name. Still staying the test of time. There was a lot of younger audience there, which I thought was weird. And this this nails it. I mean, this is exactly I I guess they're bigger with the younger audience than I thought. Now I love Fleetwood Mac, and while I think Rumors is one of the greatest albums ever, I think it's awesome that the younger generation is picking up on it uh, because that's a great album. So approaching this personally for you, Brian, what were some albums as you looked at the list for you that you instantly thought, you know what, the, these instantly have to move up before we get anything started. These have to go up. And what were those albums for you? Yeah, I mean, I would point to uh, Kid A uh, by Radiohead, uh, and I was happy to see that jump way up. That's just mm-hmm. one of those albums like that's that was the you know one of the albums that, that if you're looking for a sort of Sergeant Pepper of the last um, you know twenty years, that's certainly a candidate. You know, as far as like an iconic, um, perfect kind of uh legendary album that that would be kid a by radiohead and then uh, another one very similarly to me is uh, d'angelo's voodoo uh that's you know that was very very high on my personal list it was in the top (laughs) five actually uh you know because i you know when i voted it was in my top five um because i think it's you know i think it's a absolute undeniable stone classic um (laughs) And another one that I'm not sure did move up, but I, I wanted uh, Steely Dan's Asia to be uh, yes. as high as possible because uh, that, you know, again, these aren't, you know, like um, I think if, if people downvoted anything, you know, what's not fashionable right now is sort of like loud, thrashy rock and roll. And that's, you know, that's right. fine. It's, it's, it's just not for the moment, maybe, although there's plenty of that on the list. But it, mm-hmm. it, it just, you know, got a little bit down. And even it, it's weird. It kind of vibes with my current taste which is i'm more likely uh, like I, i'm more into a kid a or a, or or, or a steely dan album th- at this point than like a who's or a voodoo than then maybe like a who's next or something which is you know for sure one of the greatest albums of all time as well mm-hmm. uh so you know it's a this is a, this is where, where people's tastes are at now <laughs> um and we'll see where people's tastes are at next time it's just a, it's a sna- it's a snapshot i take it seriously but you know you don't have to take it uh too seriously you know right and looking at this list, just a personal opinion of mine as I was glancing at it, I think it's pretty sound. I think I pretty much, and most people, at least, you know, in our age range, um, you know, anyone our age would pretty much agree that this list is phenomenal um, and pr- pretty much would agree that most of the albums are pretty much in place. Um, even with the newer ones, you got Beyonce Lemonade at the, in the top. Uh, that's number 32. Now, I was going to say top 30, but almost, almost cracked yeah. the top 30. So th- in terms of the newer ones, um, my only, I only have one issue. Um, you yeah. know, someone has to find something. So my only, my one and only issue was I felt Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon was a little bit low. 
Um, it was four. I think it was four fifty. I think it was four fifty three. I think it was at on the list. I felt like that one could have been higher because that pretty much. I, I don't want to say made his career, but that definitely introduced us to Kid Cudi, who is now you know really big with today's audience as well. That's a big album for people. I agree with you. I mean, look, there isn't an album by Future on this list, and that kind of bums me out, man. It's a, I, I think it's with someone like him. I think I think some artists are disadvantaged when they put out a ton of stuff so that people voting <laughs> for a future album. No, for real, like it. It might be if if you know a hundred people each voted for like different future albums. Not a hundred, but you see what I'm saying. If the <laughs> yeah. vote gets divided against a lot of things, if you don't have a consent, you know, I guess Dirty Sprite, whatever. But like, mm-hmm. you know, Dirty Sprite too. Like, like, but it, it it's just if your if your catalog is so productive and people are divided over what's your best thing, that kind of works uh, against you. Where someone like Kendrick who you know, doesn't have like a billion albums, a billion mixtapes. He has mm-hmm. what he has is, you know, because if you're a more of an old fashioned art album artist, if you see what I'm saying, where you make mm-hmm. where you're focusing everything into like your one masterpiece as opposed to like, like, man, I put out four albums this year, which is the case for some <laughs> people uh, that that helps you, you know, and that's why Kanye did very well, uh, because mm-hmm. he's an old fashioned album artist who makes great, great, great albums. Uh, and people don't care if he's gone nuts. <laughs> They're still going to vote for well. I mean, we can leave it aside whether he has or not. But if he's gotten nuts, that that um, that doesn't uh, that, that that people still voted their asses off for his albums. And, uh, you know, so there you go. Yeah, it's like he's nuts, but his music is phenomenal. So you got to give him his credit. And My Dark exactly. Twisted Fantasy, definitely high on the list as well. So I want everyone to check out the list. It's right in the description. Go ahead and scroll on down in the description. You'll be able to click the link to the article. You'll get to see this fantastic list that Rolling Stone has put together. Five The 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list. I want to get to this last one. Number one, you got Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Other than obviously what we're going through in these times here in 2020, other than that, what made Marvin Gaye, what's going on, number one, in your opinion? Well, look, you know, what's going on from the very probably moment it came out was seen as the Sgt. Pepper's assault. You know, that that was... Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't even like it didn't take people like five years to come up with that. It was like the moment it came out, they're like, "Oh shit, this is <laughs> this is this is the, the the breakthrough concept album of for soul music." And um, it's uh, it's always been high up on, in people's estimation. I think it's just it's just a matter of where people's heads were at. I think it's a matter of who the voters were. Um, it was in the top 10 before, so it didn't take that much to knock it to uh, to number one. And it's just, you know, and I, I do think uh, current events uh, are on people's minds for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think personally, the thing with what's going on is, is it's, it, it's a tiny bit inconsistent. It's like half of it is like, at least half of it definitely is the greatest album of all time. And then there's mm-hmm. like a little bit that's a little bit kind of just... Uh, slightly meanders but but like Mm -hmm. i think sometimes it's like even with with sometimes it's just you know the the great stuff on an incredibly great album outweighs everything else and it is an incredibly timely pick and marvin gay is my favorite singer of all time so i feel pretty good overall about that being the pick (laughs) i mean like like i mean if you ever hear an isolated track of marvin gay singing you'll know why he deserves to be at the top of, of a list you know 
Absolutely. 100% agree. Brian Hyatt, host of the Rolling Stone Music Now podcast, senior writer for Rolling Stone. You can check out all of his work. Follow him on Twitter at Hyatt B and check out all of his writings at Rolling Stone. Brian, thank you so much for joining me today. It looks like you're doing well. Everything's still rolling for you. You guys are still doing great work at Rolling Stone, man. Keep it up. Keep grinding. And again, appreciate you coming on and talking 500 greatest albums of all time today. You got it. Really appreciate Brian for coming on the podcast here today, the Music Vibes Podcast. Brian Hyatt of Rolling Stone joining us here to talk 500 greatest albums of all time. So number one, as we mentioned, is Marvin Gaye. What's going on? It cracks number one on the list, so it only makes sense to drop the needle. Sponsored by 20 Past 4 and More, located at 2014 Broadway Street here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. All your CBD tobacco needs, go ahead and check out 20 Past 4 and More. So we're going to drop the needle today on Marvin Gaye. Here's Marvin Gaye, Mercy, Mercy Me from the album What's Going On in celebration of cracking number one on the list as the greatest album of all time. Let's drop the needle. On the Music Vibes Podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify on your mobile device. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.